This is Chad Brashears, and you're listening to Never In My Wildest Dream podcast. This podcast is about creating a behind-the-scenes look with coaches, fans, and reporters from our point of view, sharing cool stories as only we've lived them. The goal is for you to learn something new to help your life and allow yourself to take a break from everyday chaos and let us give you a behind-the-scenes look into our world. Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast begins in... Good morning and welcome to Never In My Wildest Dream podcast. Today is Tuesday, the 9th of March, 2021, day 9 of the third month of the new year. Looking forward to today's show. We're going to talk a little bit about sports rap. We're going to talk about Trust Tuesday and we are going to talk about our game last night against Clear Spring. Let's first start in the world of sports. Let's first start in March Madness in the world of basketball. Gonzaga beat St. Mary's 78-55. to Cleveland State holds off Milwaukee. Oral Roberts beats South Dakota State at the buzzer. Ryder beats Canisius 78-76. App State goes on and wins the Sun Belt Championship and punches their ticket to the big dance. UNC Greensboro wins 69-61 over Mercer. They punch their ticket to the big dance. Drexel beats Northeastern in the Colonial Semifinal. Oakland beats Northern Kentucky 69-58 in the championship of the Horizon League. They will be taking on Cleveland State as the team that's going to punch the ticket for the NCAA tournament. And in the other West Coast Conference tournament semifinal, BYU beats Pepperdine. That means BYU will take on Gonzaga this evening to see who punches the ticket in the West Coast Conference. Here's the other games tonight that will be punching tickets to the NCAA tournament. Elon takes on Drexel in the CAA championship this evening at 7 p.m. That is going to be on CBS Sports Network. On ESPN2 at 7 o'clock, Mount St. Mary's takes on Bryant to punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament. On ESPN, Oakland takes on Cleveland State at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum in Indianapolis. That game is going to be a really good game. I think both of them get up and down. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch that basketball game. Oral Roberts is taking on North Dakota State at 9 o'clock on ESPN2 in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. The winner of that game will be punching their ticket to the NCAA tournament. In the ACC today, we have started play in Greensboro Coliseum for this. Miami is taking on Pittsburgh. Boston College is taking on Duke. When was the last time Duke played this early in the ACC championship? There's a ton of other games that are kicking off to start the first round of their conference tournaments. But the big ones tonight are the ones that are punching their tickets on ESPN and ESPN2 at 7 and 9 o'clock, respectively. Tomorrow, we will talk about all the NCAA tournaments as we are getting one day closer to Selection Sunday, which will be coming on this Sunday, the 14th of March. With that being said, we're going to go to Trust Tuesday, and we will be back right after this. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in... Three, two, one... Welcome back to Never My Wildest Dream podcast. Looking forward to this next segment. It's Trust Tuesday. So we're going to talk about a couple things that I use in basketball, but also will work in life with regards to how you have to have a relationship. And relationship is key as a coach, as a employer, if you got guys on your staff, as well as with significant others as your house, whether you're married or you have a girlfriend or a fiance or whatever. But relationships are key. You know, and here's a couple things that I think are really important. And I think they're extremely important both on and off the court. So let's start here. 
have an open door policy. I'm big into having an open door policy. I want you guys around me. I want the guys to talk to me. We can joke with them. We can build a rapport with them. But when you're at home, you have to have an open door policy. There should be zero fear in having to ask any question or have any conversation moving forward because that's the best way for you to know exactly where your partner stands and in basketball to know exactly where your players stand. You need to get to know your basketball player's family and their background. I think this is extremely important. You know where they're coming from. You know who mom is. You know who dad is, grandma, pastor, aunt, uncle. All that's important because when they come to the games and support you, you want to be able to thank them for coming as well as know you're doing the best for their son or their grandson or their nephew. I try to get to know all of my players, parents, and families because that's extremely important to me. Now, if you're in a relationship, you get to know everybody on your significant other side of the family, whether it be your in-laws, their aunts and uncles, their kids. You know, building a relationship with them is just as important. You know, I've done that in the last two years, been able to build a relationship where we can go watch games and we can joke in the house and have a good time and throw ball in the backyard. That's just as key as anything else in the world because they're family and that's how you have to treat them. Daily communication. I always talk about my players, we need to over communicate on a regular basis and we are getting better at doing that. We have a group text that we work in, but it's also important to have over communication in a relationship. That way, no questions are ever out there just dangling around or curiosity or wondering. You know everything that's going on. Call people by their first name. We were born and given first names for a reason. This is who we are, and this is how we need to be addressed. Sure, nicknames and abbreviations are great, but at some point, you need to call them by their real first name because that's who they truly are, and I think that's extremely important. I try to do this as much as I can. I do get off on a little bit where I call guys by certain nicknames and pick on them and stuff like that. And I need to be better at not doing that all the time. But it is something that I do and try to get to know them. I do the exact same thing with my relationship and, and the kids that are involved in that relationship with her and her kids. Because to me, it's able to keep that one-on-one -on -one status with them. And it makes things more real for me. You know, I'm kind of a goofy guy. I joke around a lot. I try to be really joking with them. And I think that's extremely important. I want them to feel who I am and who I need to be every single day, because that's really the real Chad. And the real Chad is somebody that is happy, go lucky, having fun at life. Not the stressed out guy that most people see on a regular basis, even though I am getting better at that. And the one thing that we really need to do is do something outside of basketball. This is more for my basketball guys. You know, the, the team dinners, the building functions, the going and seeing a movie together. All of that stuff is extremely important because they're going to be the memories, A, that are remembered on a continual basis, and B, that's where you build your camaraderie. Same to be said in a relationship. Most marriages fail because you stop dating one another once you get to the marriage standpoint. And I think this is similar to dating because if you go outside the relationship a little bit, you kind of look at what can we do to be better and have a bigger bond. And that's dating. That's going and doing things together. It's taking little trips like going down to Harper's Ferry or beach trips, you know, spontaneous trips. I think they're important. Not enough emphasis and effort is put into doing the little things like that. And that's what separates those who make it and those who break it. And these are the trust things I wanted to talk about today. This is what I try to do with my guys. This is what I try to do in the relationships that I have off the basketball floor. And I hope that this information helps you guys out a little bit as well as we can get into teaching others how to better their lives. 
I will talk about my clear spring game when we come back right after this. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never In My Wildest Dream Podcast. Going to talk about our game last night against Clearspring. I will uh, say that the guys did exactly what I wanted them to do for about 24 minutes. The last eight minutes of the game, they tried to do things their way a little bit. We'll get into that. But we started off the game exceptionally hot. They did exactly what we wanted to do with regards to our game plan, running the offense the right way, running the defense the right way. We sped everybody up, did it in our pace and our pace dictated how the game was being played, which I was really impressed with, the way that our guys responded after I challenged them on Saturday to be better off of the 45-41 to 41 loss against Boonesboro. First quarter, we played exceptionally well. Second quarter, we played even better, started really sharing the basketball. Third quarter, we were not unconscious. We were, we were winning by 25 at the end of the third quarter. You know, a couple of my guys really got into the paint, made plays and passes that I really have been pushing for them to make the last two years. They made them, we hit the big shots, and we got up. At the 6.36 mark in the fourth quarter, I had to call a timeout and remind them that our way worked for 24 minutes. For the last 90 seconds, their way was toxic to the way that we were playing the game of basketball. And this is important to me because we have to do things the right way all the time. And when I talk about this here in a second, you'll understand. We ended up winning the game last night by seven points. Uh, they made a layup and down the stretch with really a nine-point basketball game. We could have made a couple other uh, shots down the stretch, really put the nail in the coffin. But we had two key plays, two big buckets that were made down the stretch that really kind of iced the cake for us. But where I'm going at with all this is tomorrow night we play Williamsport. 16 days ago we scrimmaged against Williamsport and we got our doors beat off by 48 points. It's nothing that I'm hiding from it's nothing that my players are hiding from we know exactly what was happening when we went there and we lost we knew what we had to grow on they lost last night by 15 points to Boonesboro which means that we have a chance to go in and take care of business at our home place against a really good team where we only lost by four to the same team that they just lost by 15 to now any given Sunday can go into effect and next man up can go into effect. And I do believe that some of that stuff does kick into play. But as of right now, I feel really good going into our practice today that we are going to be right where we need to be in order to be successful tomorrow. I will be talking tomorrow before we go into our game, so I'll let you know how practice went at that time, and hopefully I give you some good news. But here's the one thing you have to understand. 13-day difference between USSR beating the United States hockey team at Madison Square Garden and losing to them at Lake Placid. 13 days. We will talk about that today. I will have to put on my Herb Brooks hat a little bit just to kind of remind the guys we are ready. It's a confidence thing. It's a swagger thing. It's no secret that one of my famous basketball players of all time is Larry Bird. That's just absolutely no secret. I grew up watching the Celtics. You know, dad was a big Celtics fan, they played ball the right way, in his opinion. And I've kind of mirrored a lot of that in my career as, as a coach for 18 years as well as playing. You kind of fall in love with those guys a little bit. But it's really simple for me to say this. On May 21st, 1988, the Celtics hosted the Hawks. Two days prior to that, the Hawks had a chance to close out the Celtics, and they didn't take care of business. Larry Bird made one comment. He said that on Sunday, 
we're going to be running a little bit faster and our shots are going to be falling a little bit better. Sunday's going to be a big win for the Celtics. You can read between the lines. Tomorrow night we play at Rebel Fieldhouse where we know how the ball bounces, we know how we run, we know how we shoot in that building. We know how what swagger and confidence we have in that building. We also know what ghosts are in that building. And I have confidence that my guys are going to prove it. And I have a, a lot of confidence my guys are going to show up. Dominique Wilkins had 47 points in that game. Larry Bird had 34. He had 18 points in the fourth quarter. He cemented the victory. I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game. I'm really pumped up about it. I think it's going to be a ton of fun to play in. The atmosphere is going to be great, even though we're not having, you know, limited fans and all that kind of stuff. Please tune in and watch. I will be posting the uh, link to the game. I hope it's going to be good for you guys to watch. But that's Tuesday's show. Really excited about it. Got to get to practice now. Got to get revved up for my guys. We got one chance at making some fun the next couple of days as our season's coming to a close. But thank you for listening to Never My Wildest Dreams podcast, and we will talk to you soon.